Today, we're talking about the roles that we play as women, mothers, and wives. We talk a lot about how we feel about the perceptions that other people have of these roles and how we feel like they fit us as people. You're listening to Mama Speaks. We're just two mamas who happen to be sisters trying to figure out if anyone is listening. I'm Leanne, a pastor's wife, mom of three, and Yankee-born Texan. I love baking chocolate chip cookies, riding my bicycle, and drinking wine. And I'm Courtney, a nurse married to a youth pastor, girl mom of two, and living in Oklahoma. I love bad reality TV, crocheting, and mozzarella sticks. Mamas say so many words, and many of them go unheard. We're here to talk and listen. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Mama Speaks Pod or at our website, MamaSpeaksPod.com. Hello. Hello. What's going on? I was alone with my kids today while my husband was working, so I'm tired. I was late to um, recording because my kids were just like being general uh, jerks to each other. Nice. And Jared wanted to watch... um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So we were watching <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And the kids were, I was trying to get some stuff done. And the kids were like just kind of being jerks to each other. Thomas fell this afternoon. Of course. So he was like hurting. Yeah. And um, so then when I got your text, I was like, okay, Jared, I'm going to go get everything set up. Um, like get the kids to bed. Like let's do this. And I went into the office and stepped in a puddle of dog pee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. Which one? I was really excited. Uh, Lucy. She just pees wherever she wants to. Oh, poor old Lucy. Yeah, she's really old. Yeah. Um. Okay, I need to put a pair of socks on. I had to take my socks off because... <laughs> stepped in dog pee. <laughs> As per my previous conversation, <laughs> stepped in some dog pee. Nice. Um, but I, I have to wear socks, like, all the time. Yeah, I know. I thought about you today, actually, because today I didn't have like the short enough socks and I was wearing skinny jeans and you know you can't wear like high socks with skinny (laughs) jeans because it looks dumb and so so I just I just didn't wear socks today and I thought Leanne couldn't do this I I could not handle it mom was always like that mom always had to wear socks and shoes that's true she did we have monthly goals and they can download those monthly goals i'll put them on in our show notes and on our facebook page there's a graphic for each month Mm -hmm. where you can fill in five goals and you can make it your iphone lock screen you or i guess probably an android too i don't know i made it for my iphone um your desktop computer uh backdrop background um or and uh you can print it out and like actually check off days or like periodically throughout the um, month, depending on the goal, like if you have met it or if you have not. So do you do all three? Yeah, I do. That's awesome. I just do it on my phone. Uh, yeah, no, I've got it on the back. The like, lo- um, why is background such a hard thing? For me to say? <laughs> background on my computer, and then I have like the printout um, up in my bathroom. And so, like for the daily goals, I check them off not every day, but I'll like remember if I hit the goal or not, and then I'll check it off. I should do that because, as we will is. soon learn, I am not great at one of my daily goals. Okay, good segue. Go for it. Okay. What are your goals? So, my first one that I did accomplish, 
was to do one crochet project and I made a hat because I haven't crocheted in a really long time mm-hmm. and I really enjoy doing it but I have kids and they like the yarn and the needles and the everything <laughs> so <laughs> yeah they're like cats yeah exactly so I did finish that I'm not super thrilled with it and since it didn't take me that long I'm considering maybe just doing another one but I did finish mm-hmm. it my second one was to go to my therapist this month, and I did do that last week. Yes, check. Good job. Um, we'll just go with things I'm good at and then end with things I'm bad at. So my next one is that I was going to do two dates with my husband this month. Um, Saturday night, we kind of did a date. We yeah. put the kids to bed, and then we ordered sushi in. And then watched totally Masked Singer, and like that was our date. I think that's totally a date. That's a date for Jared and I. Yeah. And then we're the girls are going to uh, daycare tomorrow, and both of us have the day off. So we're going to go to lunch tomorrow, too. So those will be done soon. I love um, that your daycare is open even when, like, school is closed. Yeah. I'm jealous our, of that. Yeah. Well, because it's only hospital staff that can take their kids right. there. I totally understand. I just am jealous of that. They will occasionally, like, before a holiday, they'll put up, like, a sign-up sheet and if there's not oh, enough yeah. kids, they'll close. But you have the option. That's so great. I love it. I love their daycare so much. Um, okay, next one is no unnecessary spending. For mm-hmm. the most part, I've been pretty good. My biggest mm-hmm. problem is when I'm working overnight, I need to like, <laughs> I need to walk. I don't, I don't like buy things online, but I need to walk around oh. because sometimes around like two, three in the morning, I'm, I'm going out like. My eyes are closing. I'm having a hard time. So I get up and I walk around because we have a huge facility. And so I like go outside and I walk around. Well, I need a place to go because I feel silly just walking around like this psych unit, this psych hospital outside at two in the morning. <laughs> so I walk to the vending machine and I get like a snack and I spend probably like $5 on something that I could get for like 50 cents somewhere else. So that's my biggest problem. I need to stop doing that and I need to just pack snacks with me so I don't have to do that. Packing and then like one of my my spiritual gifts i was really good at it when i was still pumping at work because i couldn't mm. go anywhere like all of my breaks were pumping yeah. but now yeah. that i'm not pumping i'm like i don't need anything and i just leave for work <laughs> so... <laughs> i'm a free woman exactly <laughs> that's so great okay my last one is that i'm supposed to drink two bottles of water every day and i'm so bad at it mm. i'm so i'm so good at it at work because I'm sitting in one spot for 12 hours. So I've got my water bottle right next to me. But when I'm home, I'm like in a bunch of different rooms and I just don't think of it. And I don't drink water at home. So I'm having a really hard time with that one. But other than that. See, you need like the printout thing so that you like, I drink three bottles. Even if I drink the last two, like between seven and ten. Um, because I want to check off that check mark. I want I the check mark. That's I all I want. I just I, want the check mark. I respond really well to check marks, so I feel like yeah, I should do that. <laughs> me too. That's like my first one is drink three bottles of water per day, and I have done it now. What is it? It's the sixteenth of February. Of yeah, February, and I've done it since January first. Three well, bottles. And last month I had a daily goal of making my bed every day, and I I did it. I didn't have a check mark or anything though, but I did it every, unless I was working nights, and then like someone was sleeping in the bed for like twenty four straight hours, so. I did not make the bed. But other than that, I made the bed every morning. So I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with water, but maybe a printout will help. 
I love that we are so similar and yet so different because I think I've made my bed every day for the past um, oh like 36 and a half years. I was so good about it before I had kids. Mm. And now I don't, I don't know what happened. I mostly was good about it because I have a cat that likes to pee on things. And so if I didn't make my bed, he would pee on the bed. We are like super winning that our animals just pee on everything. That's, oh, yeah. We're so great. Yeah. Um, so my first goal is to drink three bottles of water a day, and I'm like pretty much doing well at that. My second goal is to read a book, and I am doing it. I'm really excited. I'm not – I love reading, but I'm like not the greatest – like. I'm not good at actually doing it because yeah. I would rather sit and watch TV and like rot my brain and I don't want to be, I don't want to do that anymore. So I'm reading a book and I wish I had brought it in here and I could tell you what it is, but I'll link it in the show notes. Um, actually, I could probably look it up on Amazon. Um, I'll look it up on Amazon while I tell you my next goal is to lose two pounds and uh, during the month and um, it's not going great this month. Um, I like have a midway goal on the, um, uh, like printout that I have. And so I weigh myself like on the first and then on the 15th and then on the last day of the month. And, um, so I weighed myself yesterday and I had gained like a quarter of a pound, which is nothing, but not when you're supposed to lose two pounds. Well, do you weigh yourself like at the same time of day wearing the same thing? Oh yeah. Of course. I don't weigh myself at any time of day except very very first thing in the morning after I've gone to the bathroom wa- wearing like not even my my watch oh, okay that's yeah no that's so the book I'm reading is I'm still here black dignity in a world made for whiteness by Austin Channing Brown Oh. and I've been meaning to read it for a long time and I picked it up I don't know a week ago and was like this is not that long I'll be able to finish it this month <laughs> and I I am going to Um, And then my next one is create a podcast. So I'm going to say check. Yeah. And my last one was launch a website, which I did last week. So I'm super excited. I'm like, I feel like I kind of maybe could have made my goals a little bit harder this month. Although create a podcast and launch a website. are both. Yeah, I was just going to say, I I made a hat. Pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) I made a hat. Like, let's be real here. Okay, fair. Um, Well, I'm excited about my goals. So done. Well, good. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Me not so okay, much, but you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I'm t- you're you're rocking it as well. You just need to drink more water. That's yeah. that's what you need to do. Um, okay, let's talk about roles. Okay, yes, yeah, so let's let's go there. Um, like roles uh, that we have ascribed to us or that we identify with, but I think mostly like this came from us having a conversation about how we don't feel like some roles fit us or like the image that is out there in the world of that role like doesn't fit who we are. Yeah, that maybe we don't fit the stereotypical version of that role. Um, okay, so what are some roles that you identify with? Hmm. Uh, feminist. I think I can I like own the feminist um, role. Uh, a progressive thinker. Um, I think especially in this like political climate, it's important um, to identify with something and like to know what that means. I don't know that like I would necessarily identify as a Democrat as much as I would identify as a progressive thinker. Um, I think those are two big ones that like, yes, I will own that. And someone else may have like a picture of what that means in their head and that may not fit what I actually am, but they f- it fits in my head. Like the picture that I have of a feminist, yes, like equal treatment of women, yes, check. 
progressive thinker. Like I am open-minded and am interested in exploring like different perspectives. Yes. Awesome. What about you? What are some roles you identify with? Uh, I totally had feminist on my list as well. Nice. So yeah, same we page there. We didn't plan that. I know. Um, and I had mom of littles because I feel like I fit oh, that stereotype yeah. of ha- of like being a hot mess twenty four seven because I have little kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I feel like um, well, let's get into the next one because I'm going to think I'm going to answer this question. What are some roles that you fill but don't necessarily feel like you connect with? Okay. So, hmm. I, I wrote this question and I'm having a hard time answering it. Um, so, I am a nurse. However, I work in psych. So, a lot of times I will meet other nurses and they'll be like, oh, you're a nurse. What do you do? And I say, oh, I work psych. And you can immediately see a change in their face. And I have heard people say that psych nurses are not real nurses. We don't do the medical skills and the same thing. So, like, I do identify as being a nurse. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I acknowledge, like, my nursing is very different than someone in the ER or the ICU or whatever. Um, but I definitely don't think that I fit, like, what most of the people I graduated with think of a nurse as. Mm. And you can see it, like, when student nurses come on the unit, too. They're like, so you just chart? And I'm like, well, yeah, but, like, we also are kind of just waiting for something to happen. Because that's how psych is. Like, you're just keeping things calm. But, I mean, that's probably true of, like, labor and delivery nurses and, like, pediatric nurses. Yeah. Like, labor and delivery nurses keep things calm until they wait for something to happen. Yeah. Well, and I feel like Like, that's what I do. Yeah, it's that's the same. I mean, I know, um, you know nothing about nursing, so <laughs> I don't know. But I call you when my kid bumps his head or um, that's true. Bleeds, well, and I, you know, I went everywhere. to the same. <laughs> yeah, I took the same classes. I took the same boards. Like, yeah, the knowledge is in there. I just don't use it as often. So, like, mm. I probably could not place an IV because I've never done one in my nursing career but I did do hmm. them in school. So I like know the concept. Yeah. Hmm. But also if, you know, we ha- there are psych patients in the ER, man, they send them over to us so fast because they do yeah, not want to deal with them. Yeah, they don't know what to do. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That's so interesting because it's really like what other people perceive us as. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you identify as a psych nurse, you identify as a nurse. Mm-hmm. But like you don't identify with what other people perceive as. Yeah. being a nurse or other nurses yes hmm. I think that um what I was going to say when you were talking about being a mom of littles so like your girls are three and one mm-hmm. and my kids are eight five and two and a half yes um and I feel like I'm kind of coming out of being a mom of littles like I don't know that I identify with being a mom of littles anymore because my kids are older yeah. Or, you know, getting there. Like, I'm not carrying diapers anymore. Um, I'm not carrying sippy cups or we don't do bottles, you know, uh, things like that. Well, and, like, um, we just started walking. The fact that you can even, like, go yeah. into a store without having to hold a baby, I feel like, makes a difference. I, like, I mean, I've been wanting her to walk for so long because I'm so tired of having to carry her freaking sure. everywhere. I mean, I still have to carry Thomas. Well, yeah. Like, everywhere. But that's a whole different problem. 
Um, but I think like the, the shift that happens between having little ones and being like a preschool mom to being like an elementary school mom. I don't know that I identify with being an elementary school mom yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, the home, the room mom and like the PTO and that sounds so overwhelming to me. It is just something that I have like put my head in the sands and not paid attention to, you know, like, I. You ask me what you need when you need it. But, like, identifying with their teachers and making myself available and making sure that their teachers know that I'm on their same team and things like that. Like, that has been kind of a fun role to have. Um, but I don't know that I'm, like, totally identifying as a elementary school mom, even though two of my kids are in elementary school. And that's so funny because our mom was, like, the ultimate elementary school mom maybe that's why I don't like she was PTO president and I can I like we had to do valentine boxes last week oh my gosh I mean the valentine boxes that I saw were insane I didn't even know that was a thing I started seeing those on Facebook this year oh my gosh it wasn't a thing when we were kids but it is for sure a thing now and I'm like slap some stickers on it and it helps that like my oldest is a boy and he doesn't care as much yeah. Oh man, not Eloise is gonna go all over that. Yeah, and thankfully her teacher, God bless her soul, um, had them make their boxes in in class. So I had to make one for each of the boys, but I didn't have to make one for Eloise. And Wesley's eight, and so I'm like, dude, you make your own box. Right. Like, I'll help you cover it. We covered it with construction paper, and then he like slapped some stickers on it. He's like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I cannot done. wait for the day of do it yourself. Oh my gosh. It is pretty great. Mostly, oh my gosh. It's mostly great. What's a role you find especially challenging? Uh, Pastor's wife. (laughs) Shut up. That is exactly what I wrote down. (laughs) Except I put youth in parentheses at a pastor. (laughs) Yeah. It's like so hard because I think the perception of the church is it's like in your face all the time. You know, like you, you can't, like I can go in the world and people don't know what I do. But when I walk into the church, everybody knows like... I mean, not everybody knows who I am, but everybody knows, like, what my role is. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as they know who I am, they know what my role yeah. is. And they know what – they have a perception of what I'm supposed to be. And I think especially, like, when you think about a pastor's spouse, they're essentially going to church as a single parent. Oh, yeah. With their children. Oh, yeah. If, if they have children. Mm-hmm. And so I am a – I am parenting my children by myself uh, with my husband not there. Mm-hmm. And – um, we have three of them and the perception is that I'm supposed to be friendly and kind and like listen to everyone and be available and be at everything. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah. And I'm probably supposed to wear pantyhose and <laughs> and I'm, I'm not doing that. Either. I mean, my jeans don't have holes in them when I go to church. So that's pretty much what I bring to the table. <laughs> so I feel like if I'm not wearing yoga pants, then I am dressed up for church. Right. <laughs> but again, my husband is the youth pastor, so I feel like there's a little more leeway for me. Yeah. Well, and your church is a lot larger than ours. Yeah. Yeah. Our church is so So there's big. different expectations. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's yeah. so many people who know me because and also like our church is televised. So like there are people who see my husband, like he'll get up and do, you know, whatever liturgy, whatever. So people who see him and know who he is and sometimes they know me 
because they've seen me with them and yeah. sometimes they don't but like occasionally people will stop me in the hallway and be like oh my god your girls are so sweet i just saw them and i'm like i have no idea who you are <laughs> thanks or like they'll say yeah. my kids names and i'm like ah I'm like i don't know you but you know my children's names yeah, which gets weirder as your kids get older. Yes. Yeah, because now my kids don't really not, talk not to weirder. them, so it's not like yes. they can say anything. But, oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it's always out of, like, kindness. Yeah. But having to explain that, especially to Wesley. Like, Eloise just assumes everyone knows and loves her. Right. Um, but Wesley doesn't. And so having to explain. Or he has different relationships with people in our church than I do. And so, like, he, they'll talk to him and have a conversation, and he will, like, converse with them. And I'm like, you know them? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's weird. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, that's great, but also, like, wow. But yeah, that's weird. Okay. Well, and that's another thing, I think, coming out of being a mom of little kids is that, like, it. it there have been a couple times at adult school where, like, a teacher that I've never seen comes over to talk to her, and I'm like, uh, she's too small for her to know people I don't know. Like, that's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, but Wesley and Eloise, like, my gosh, I walk the kids to school every day, and... I mean, I walked Wesley to school every day for an entire year. He probably said hi to five people total in that entire year that I saw. Mm -hmm. Now, he has friends and, like, all of that. But, you know, the teachers that walk the kids in and things, he never would say anything. Yeah. And Eloise is like, hi, Miss So-and-so. Hello, Miss So-and-so. Hey, Dr. So-and-so. Everyone. Oh, my gosh. She says hello to everyone. It's so... And she, like, has relationships with them. I'm like, I, it's great. It's great. But it's weird. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Um, what role has been the hardest for you to let go of? Um, breastfeeding mom. Mm. So, so hard. I And I think just because I know, like, we are planning two kids. We are not planning any more kids. Mm. Which <laughs> apparently means nothing. But right. my my thought process is this is my last kid. So mm -hmm. when she stopped nursing, when she turned one, I was like dreading her turning one because I was like, I don't I no, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. I'm not ready to stop pumping at work. I'm not ready to like not be able to just nurse her when she's upset or whatever. And so right. I did a little bit, but then she kind of started pulling, pulling away. Mm -hmm. So the point now where she's 14 months and I only nurse her at night, um, I was pumping when I worked night shift I would, like, pump before mm -hmm. I left so Philip would have something to give her at bedtime. Mm -hmm. But I was hardly getting anything. So now, like, he's just kind of depleting the stash we had in the freezer. But, like, I'm having such a hard time with it. Because I think I had yeah. such a hard time getting into that role the first time mm -hmm. because it hurt yeah. and it was awful and I hated it. So I had mm -hmm. to, like, really dig into identifying myself as a mom that breastfed. And now that I'm losing that, it's like, what am I now? It's very weird. I did not think mm. it would be weird because I hated it when I started, but it's very weird. Well, but it was your identity for so long. Yes. Like the girls are so close together that it was like, you know, oh, yeah. well, cause pregnant, I, pregnant, nursing, pregnant, nursing. Yeah. Like I found out I was pregnant at the exact same time that Adele stopped nursing at night. So I, there was literally no break between nursing yeah and being pregnant again okay what about you I feel like I don't know I don't know if this is a role but as I have gotten older like I don't mind getting older I'm gonna, gonna be 38 and I have no shame in like saying that and I'm not I don't you know I'm getting gray hairs and I'm not coloring them and you know I try and take care of myself but I, I don't have the stigma around getting older if someone asks me how old I am I'll just gonna I'm 
I will tell them how old I am. Like, I don't care. But I think letting go of being like a young adult, like being on the young end, I feel like sometimes, especially in the church, people still treat me like I'm young um, or, or maybe they treat me like I'm inexperienced. But I've been in, in my field for almost 20 years. I have my master's degree in it. Um, and so I like want to own that. Yeah. But on the same hand, I want to like I want to be young and hip and mm. like, I'm super not, you know, like I'm not at all. But now I'm like, I'm almost 40. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not young, right? Like that's not young and letting go of the like, like I'm fine with it, but I would still, I, I feel like I still identify as like a young person and I am not like my, you know, there are now adults, like fully grown adults that are 15 years younger than me like entering the workforce right. and like my peers in working oh my gosh 15 years younger than me yeah uh well I think and you know I don't mind but just kind of owning that new role of like not being the youngest one or not being the yeah other, like newest or whatever that that has been challenging to like let go and embrace the next whatever the next season is you know I would love to hear from like our listeners on what roles they identify with and what roles like what do you embrace like I don't know if it if you could make a t-shirt like what would it say and then what roles are you like do you like not want to tell people (laughs) well and I want to know like what like people who are not in the nursing field would not know that like other nurses don't think psych nurses mm-hmm. are real nurses. Not that mm-hmm. all of them do, but so I would like to know about other people. Like yeah. what things am I um, misjudging? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yes. Cause yeah, I really so. want this to be like a space where we can kind of tear down some of those walls. Yes. Like of, of understanding. Cause we, we only have, you know, you and I have two perspectives, but really maybe like one and a half or one and a quarter right? <laughs> between the two of us. But like, what yes. are the other perspectives that we're missing? Like, we want to hear, we want to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. So okay. post in the, in the group. Yes. So find us on Facebook again, Mama Speaks Pod on Facebook. Send us an email, mamaspeakspod at gmail.com. Check out our website, mamaspeakspod.com. <laughs> craziest thing your kids did this week oh my gosh I was prepared for funniest thing so oh sorry funniest funniest thing I mean it's all the same right Uh, yeah I guess so well I don't know because I have a couple I have a couple (laughs) short ones okay um the first one and it's real quick but we were in the kitchen and Philip was like leaning over the counter on his phone and Adele came by and apparently touched his butt and said (laughs) you have a cute butt dada oh my gosh no Where did she learn that? No clue. Oh I'm guessing gosh. we've said that to them, like, "Oh, look at your cute uh, little butt," or like something like that. Yeah, but yeah, funniest oh, that's thing. So funny. so funny. Okay, and the other one is she always asks for. I mean, like, we have no control over the radio in the car, so oh. she will ask for songs. Mm-hmm. Philip has this Christmas album from oh what is his name john barrowman i think very flamboyant Mm, very flamboyant and he does santa claus is coming to town 
Mm. And he starts it out with this little like intro of like, thanks for listening to my album and guess who's coming tonight? And he's like really excited and he ends it with, it's gonna be fabulous. <laughs> and so I tell him get in the car and say, I want the one where the boy says fabulous. Oh, I love it. And it's, it's amazing. <laughs> That's the best. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Craziest thing your kids have done. Um, this I week. Mean, I probably Not like in life bajillion but this morning I mean to know Thomas is to know that he is like the most emotions packed into like his little teeny tiny body and he sticks his lip out all the time like to get what he wants yeah and so this morning I was on a walk Jared um, was home with the kids getting them breakfast before he left for church and I got a video (laughs) of um, Thomas sticking his lip out and Jared like messing with it you know (laughs) <laughs> and I won't do it, like, to the microphone. But, you know, like, messing with his lip and saying, right. don't you stick your lip out at me, Tommy. So Tommy <laughs> would stick his lip out. Well, now Thomas says to everyone, don't you stick your lip out at me, Daddy. Don't you <laughs> stick your lip out at me, Mama. Like, he thinks it's the funniest thing He's in the so whole world. Cute. But, oh, my gosh, like, can I have a donut? <laughs> and he sticks his lip out. Like, nobody, No, you cannot. I'm picturing, though, in my mind, I'm picturing a picture from when Wesley was about that age. Yes. Where he's sticking his lip out like that. Yes. Did he used to do that? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. We, I have, Jared and I saw that picture just the other day because I don't feel like the boys look that much alike. Yeah. And I saw that picture. No, Wesley's like, huge. Oh, and my Tommy's gosh. Jared. Yeah, it's crazy. But they, yeah. there are, like, similar um, facial expressions or... I don't know, they, just some mannerisms that are the same that I'm like, oh my gosh, especially Wesley from like the same age that Tommy is now. Yeah. Like, oh wow, you are the same. Which is so funny because I feel like your girls look so much alike. Uh, they do. My kids don't look alike at all. <laughs> None of them. Yeah. No, mine totally do. I think Lee's going to be a little more like Philip than Adele is though. Because Adele is, is just me. Yeah, 100%. I think Lee's hair is a little bit darker. I think she's going to be a little more like Philip, but we'll see. Time will tell. So crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to our very first episode. We're going to keep learning some new things and hopefully get better and better. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Again, you can find us on Facebook at Mama Speaks Pod. You can find us on Instagram, also Mama Speaks Pod. You can check out our website, mamaspeakspod.com. You can email us at mamaspeakspod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We are going to be back again next week. We're going to share weekly updates and um, different topics. And we are just so excited and um, are interested in having this two-way conversation, not just us talking at you. So hopefully you will share with us um, on Facebook and Instagram and our email. And we will see you back next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.